Welcome to the Mike and Max cast. Mike to the Max Blast with Mike and Max. The Mike and Max, the Mike and Max cast. 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 Was Mike and Max, the Mike and Max cast. You fucking shitbox. You little explain yourself in front of the class. Okay. All right. So, why weren't you the way, there on episode twelve? Oh, lucky number twelve. Am S- I right? Slash ex- <laughs> episode six point five. Where were you? Okay. Here's why I wasn't there for episode twelve six point five. Yeah. <clears throat> I fell asleep. And I slept through recording time. Yes. Zudi and I record these. uh, Well, right now it's 1.03 a.m. And it's usually about the time we record. Yeah. And and, uh, we try to record it, I don't know, somewhere between Fridays, Saturdays, or Sundays. Yeah. And uh, I, man. Dude. I don't know what happened. I, I got home. I sat, you know, the chair. You even know the chair. Fell asleep in that chair. And I've crashed hard at like the last time I remember that night is like 10 p.m. And I woke up at I got I think I messaged you when I woke up. Mm. Um in the in the in the slim hope that you might still be there. Like, uh oh. <laughs> um, nope. I don't know, at three or four AM. Yeah, I, don't I was know. just waiting for you at four in the morning. I don't know. Ready sometimes to go. You, sometimes you have late night shenanigans, you know. Yeah. So wait, was but, this the uh, computer chair or was this like the chair thing? The by lawn, window, the, the the like Easy Boy by the yeah, window. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you yeah. want a computer chair. No, I've done that though. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever? I'm, have I told this story about how I crashed in a computer? It was the one. It was your chair that you you gave me. Yeah, wasn't that? Yeah. I thought that was on a Mike and Max where you you was burned it? it. You almost killed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you almost killed yourself. I think that was on a Mike and Max. Okay. I woke up in a room full of like haze. Yeah. I was like, "Whoa, oh it's man, toasty in here." Charlie, you're coming uh, in. You can get me. <laughs> so, uh, man, yeah, yeah. I, I I just I overslept. I slept through it. How was it recording? It. Not the highlight of your day. The most important thing. I, you know the thing is, it's like I was thinking, man. Okay, Mike and Max. I can't because I, I was like, I was spent that day. I don't know what was yeah. going on inside me, but I, I you know, I never want to miss Mike and Max. Mike yeah. to the Max Blast with Mike and Max. Yeah. Um, but I did. Well, you did. I, I did. <laughs> I feel terrible about it, but yeah. it got us episode twelve six point five. Yeah. You're welcome, Fire. <laughs> yeah, I swore, I swore never to reveal it. Um, I think this is a good opportunity to do a quick pre-email for. We have an email for the six point five. Okay. From Fire. Okay. Um, he says half the episode, half the email. He says. Okay. He says I did yeah. over a year's worth of weekly streams totally alone. I feel for Zooty here. Damn. Uh, this is the spiritual successor to the children's almanac video of myth and legend. That's no one will get that reference. Um, 
Okay. I, I once recorded a video where my power was out in my house, and I read a children's almanac that I had <laughs> laying around. Uh, I don't know if I saw that video up. Um, he has only like a few more things to say. He says, food scrutiny is incredible, and I desperately hope it makes it uh, makes the main show. Um, did, did you even listen wow. to 6.5? I did listen to it. You I did. listened to it uh, the night it was posted, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Food scrutiny. Uh, Fire likes it. He says, The interior of the McDonald's closest to my old Sherpa hometown was literally sticky. You could hear your shoes slurp with each step. It never changed over the eight years I was there. Zudi prostrating himself in an effort of heroism is appreciated. That's all he says for that episode. But yeah, I'd I'd unveil that. The episode 6.5, the worst episode. When you were recording 6.5, um, what did you feel was your strongest part of it? What was the, what, what, when you were recording it, when were you like, yeah, this is gold? You know, probably, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's so many opportunities to, uh, choose from. I think not, not to be, uh, self-serving because I like to hear myself or anything, but I thought the beginning made me laugh pretty with the, good. <laughs> with the, with the echo. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we're never gonna miss one. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My own words. I don't even remember saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you you made that. You like used <laughs> AI or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, had my assistant read out some shit, and then that was the episode. Wow. Yeah. Did, I did. Uh, even if, if food scrutiny ever makes it to the normal Mike and Max cast, uh, I'll never do that intro music again because I don't know what it was. I think it was just like an A minor and a C, and that was it. <laughs> we could just rip it from the episode. Yeah. No, talk over it, I think. <laughs> uh, perfect. Who we'll cares? just have that whole audio shit. file. We'll never do it again. It'll never be food scrutiny. Maybe down the road. <laughs> food scrutiny. This is a horrible title for a segment. <laughs> Listen we to episode show that. Listen to episode twelve. If you want to know all nineteen minutes of it. Episode twelve, uh, six point five. Yeah, six point five. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, I I feel like what happens now. This is how we should approach this: is we need to we each alternate making the substitute episode. Oh, yeah, so now you have to make, like, yeah. a 20-minute substitute episode in case we ever fall off. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think that's a good way to handle that situation. Yeah, so you, you're tagged next. You have to do the yeah, next one. Yeah, I got it. I'll do one. Don't worry. And uh, get it ready. Like, you need to come up with a title and an about, like, what to write in the about section. Because then you can just okay. send me the MP3 or whatever and then say, here, put this in the thing, and all I'll do is click two buttons and it'll be in. Got it. Yeah, all so right. So you're up next. And who knows? Okay. Maybe it'll never be aired. Maybe. Maybe we'll never miss one again. <laughs> it'll be a perfect run. Yeah. Perfect run. RTA, perfect any percent. <laughs> We're going to speed run the Mike and Max cast into hell. Man. All right. Do, do we talk about anything else or just go oh, right to else? It Matters? Just go into, I guess we could go into It Matters. I guess you know what? I think hmm. I say this like every other time we have an episode. Yeah. Is uh you I always talk about my week and then you just say, All right. <laughs> and you do it matters. I was listening to like like a minute of episode I think eleven and you're like 
Yeah. <laughs> and then it was just weird quiet. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so that's maybe, it'll be interesting if you ever do your own secret one in case we miss one because you actually have to talk about things. No, that's all right. We're good. I got it. Yeah, you got it. I've done solo shows before. Yeah. What's up? Uh, it's been a while, old man, falling asleep. It has your, been a while. In your wicker yeah. chair. <laughs> Monster. But you can, we can do it matters. In front of a space heater. Yeah, in front of a space heater and die. Yeah, have your, <laughs> fall over and have your throat burn open. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is It Matters and Other News. The segment where uh, we talk about things that matter and other news. <clears throat> All right. Do you want, uh... okay, pick, pick a number between. Uh, one in ten. Four. The suit. Okay, you got it. <laughs> Chloe Kardashian <gasps> talked Wait, about her before years ago. Yeah, on being compared to sisters Kim and Courtney. I honestly didn't it know was, there was that many sisters. Nor do I care. Well, get ready. Yeah. Chloe Kardashian. Yeah, let me move. You, this you want to hold on? Hold on. I want yeah. to retract what I just said because it's such a normal thing to say, and I don't even care about the Kardashians. That's like the coldest take of this decade. Um, I want to retract that because it's, it's so normal sounding. It's I I I I don't want to strike that from the record. Okay, strict. Yeah, I want to be more cool than that. I'm too okay. I'm too like cool. I want like that. Oh, Justin Bieber isn't music. That's like the same level of what I just said. Um, but continue about Chloe, <laughs> Chloe, Cl- Chloe Clam, Chloe Clam, <laughs> whatever you said. <laughs> Chloe, Chloe and Clam and Kim, Chloe and Co. Oh, she's it's hard to say. Uh, is opening up about what it was like to be compared to her older sisters. The Good American founder, <clears throat> who is set to launch a new reality show with her famous family on Hulu this spring, spoke with Variety about her time in the spotlight and shared some of the hurtful things she's read about herself in the media. When I was younger, I was always compared to my sisters in a way where I can't be related to them because we look different. The Keeping Up with the Kardashians alum. <laughs> no, did they say alum? They did. Oh my God, dude. You need to get off Yahoo News or wherever you find these. <sighs> I feel like it's this is one person that writes all... Oh, jeez, there goes my phone. That writes all these articles and... Uh, Caitlin Riley. And I think she like just mad libs it. Yeah. It's like noun, Chloe. It was always alum. it was always emphasized that they were so much prettier, and that's just really poor taste. Those things were definitely really hurtful. Just to always be compared to them, especially in a fashion or beauty world, comparing our bodies or faces. Kardashian has long been plagued with rumors that her dad, the late attorney Robert Kardashian Sr., was not her biological father. <clears throat> with so many people speculating that it was family friend O.J. Simpson. Hey, O.J. Simpson's a family friend? Yeah, her dad defended him. He was oh, one of his lawyers. okay, that's the thrill. Okay, yeah. That's why they're famous. This yeah. is how much I guess I forget about. Okay. <clears throat> I thought the they were famous star. because she took fucking dick in the ass. No, 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 that's not this one. That's the other one. Well, uh, I, and thought, that's, I thought that was and, why Kardashians were famous. No, that's part of it, but that's... That's the reason why that mattered that she did that. Does that make sense? Yeah, because it was OJ okay. that had sex yeah. with her. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jay was like, yo, Chloe, you ain't pretty enough. <laughs> Kill you later. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if the, if right. the ass doesn't fit, I'm going to quit. <laughs> I just turned Fucking on this girl. <laughs> All right, here we go. The reality star is long spoken about being told that she was... I just read that. In July 2021, she appeared in uh, Leomi Anderson's Role Model podcast. Where, why not the Mike and Max cast? Yeah, come on. Come on. Just because I can see that she, joke. <laughs> where she was often told she was the, quote, end quote, fat, ugly sister. Jeez. Oh, my God. Bummer. There were so many other kids at the school, and it just wasn't my thing. I kept getting questioned if I was really related to my sisters because we look so differently. While former Revenge Body host, <laughs> Wait, Revenge Body, Jesus, that sounds w- wicked. The former Revenge Body host, alum, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Revenge alum, Body alum host, has dealt with plenty of haters. She told a variety. She told Variety in her new interview that she doesn't want to spend uh, spread negativity on her social media platforms, where she has more than two hundred sixteen million followers. Whoa, that's that's more than uh, Chloe Martinez or whatever. No, not Chloe. The, the big Chloe big Martin. you know click click ba- click bamf or something. Well, she had like fifty million. Remember that? <laughs> oh, the the uh... the foot. The the football girl the, the the no the foot girl with heels foot, high heels the, uh, girl uh the the Stranger Things girl yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah twin 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 Barry or <laughs> <laughs> this might sound really corny but I try to be uh, kind to spread positivity on my platforms I know I sound like a hippie right now but I experience so much hate and negativity yeah because hippies I, use fucking Instagram. <laughs> That I want to com- do the complete opposite. I have so many people that I will... Jesus, that's hard to read. I can't do this. Uh, I have so many people that will write and say that they're suicidal or that they're going through this or that. And I can say literally in one sentence... I can say literally one sentence and it's prevented them from doing something really harmful to themselves. Are you sure? I don't know about that. Are they, so if I can make someone feel seen, I am proud of that. Yeah. <sighs> I guess. I mean that's fine, I suppose. I mean that's okay. I just one comment. There's just one comment. It says Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> <laughs> you think you ever done that for someone? Uh, no. You, you leave a that. comment and someone's like, you know what? I was gonna put this. I was gonna. I was gonna drop. I was gonna girder from on my head from fifty flo- stories up, but <laughs> Max said. There's no Mike and Max cast this week to me in a comment, <laughs> and that saved me. I was gonna deventricle myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell? But uh, but he gave me a thumbs up on Facebook. I was gonna so I was gonna eat a pound of sticky tape, but Max <laughs> Max liked my comment. Man, wow, that was number one. Yeah, that's what I call Chloe. Uh, my number one. Number one. Yeah, Number she, one. She inspired me to start the Mike and Max cast with you all those Thanks, years man. ago. Thanks, Chloe. Thanks, Chloe. Found official third member of the Mike and Max cast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number two. Selma Blair. <clears throat> Who's that? Granted, 
I don't know, some woman. There was an American actress. That's what it says anyway. Okay. Granted restraining order against ex-boyfriend after he allegedly attacked her in her home. Oh, they put a time estimate on this, dude. What does that mean? This is, if I read it, according to what Yahoo says, this should be a two-minute read. Ooh. Should we Should we check it? You got to watch? Oh, my God. Then I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to fucking listen to you for two minutes without okay. interruption. Okay. You know what? I'm, I'll, let's just, just start it. Do it. Do okay. it. Okay. Ready? Yep. A judge, has, a judge has granted Selma Blair a restraining order against her former boyfriend. The actress filed for a protective order on February 25th, alleging that Ronald Carlson, whom she dated for roughly seven years, physically attacked her on February 22nd. In court documents obtained by People, Blair, 49, oof, says Carlson was at her home returning a television set. Ooh, a television. She had just finished <laughs> a multiple sclerosis treatment. Oh, oh my minutes, God. A few minutes prior, which what? she says left her, left her weak. After they returned their respective keys to one another, Blair told Carlson she wasn't feeling well. She alleges that in a response to Carlson, uh, he verbally assaulted her, yelling that she is useless, adding, I don't fucking deserve this. I can do so much better than you. Damn. She, she says that Carlson then became enraged and physically attacked Blair. Jumping on top of her body while she was lying prone on the sofa. Per court documents, she claims that he strangled her, throttling her, and shaking her head and shoulders aggressively. Jesus, what a lunatic! Oh my goodness. Blair says in filing, uh, in filing that in self-defense, she put her fingers in Carlson's eyes and mouths, and she screamed for help from her housekeeper who was upstairs. Oh. Carlson responded by allegedly putting his hand over her mouth and face, pushing it down into the couch, per the docks, making Blair unable to breathe. <clears throat> she Jesus. briefly, oh God, she briefly lost consciousness before what? a further physical struggle ensued. Carlson allegedly slapped her, pushed the side of her head, causing her to fall back to the floor and begin to bleed from her nose. What the? F- she should have hired a <laughs> bodyguard. A full, of a this fucking- is a beast blitz, dude. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Carlson left. Blair called the Los Angeles Police Department, who arrived that evening. While she was speaking with officers, her nose began to bleed again, and she passed out. Oh, my God. Two minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She was taken to the hospital via ambulance for treatment, the documents state. Damn. Uh, Carlson was arrested later that evening for a felony on domestic violence with the uh, corporal injuries. A five-day protective order obtained by the LAPD was placed against him. Officers urged uh, her to file a restraining order before the five days passed. Photos captured by the LAPD show bruising around her neck, chin, yada, yada, yada. Blair notes that filing... That in the filing, she was particularly afraid as she claimed Carlson has an unregistered and loaded firearm in his home and threatened to kill her during the attack. Against his temple the entire time he did that. (laughs) (laughs) A Los Angeles Superior Court judge granted Blair's restraining order. According to the court documents, Carlson later filed for his own restraining order, which was denied. Lawyers for both Blair and Carlson did not immediately respond for uh, people's comments or requests. Wow. That was a serious, uh, the one comment, dude. No. Oh, is there <laughs> the comments, comments? The comment is better than the whole story. You ready? Oh, yep. Somebody named The Bird. <laughs> <laughs> 
All it says is, my guess is she poked the bear. <laughs> what? Why <laughs> the bird coming with a hot take? <laughs> I like to think that the bird just chit out, like, like, like spit out some chewing tobacco. I was like, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Poke bear. Jesus. Damn. Wow. I don't think even poking a bear would do that to you. <laughs> no, that's rough. Wow. Yeah. It sounded like okay. at one point he got on the couch to then step on her. Yeah. And like, I, I imagine he had his knees on her back and was choking her downwards. Like, what the fuck? Pretty, pretty brutal. If you were she the housekeeper, you'd no, just stay upstairs. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you're the housekeeper, you'd just stay upstairs, I guess. I guess it, there was no, like, saying, like, then the housekeeper came down and this happened. It's like, the housekeeper was probably just like, I hear some shit, I'm staying up here. <laughs> yeah, like, what was that? I yeah. don't know. Oh, well. That's why you, you hire a housekeeper with some kunai. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the TV up. Some throwing stars to fucking wow. ice your... Like an animal of an X. I almost, I, I almost thought you were going to say ice your Dagobah. <laughs> ice your Dagobah. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know, but I just wanted you to say it. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, that was uh, It Matters, and this is. No, it's, it's my turn. It's other news. <laughs> other news. Let's just take, I'm going to take this, this energy. Wow. I'm gonna take this bear energy, yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna twist it into more bear energy. <clears throat> this, so not a beast blitz, not a beast blitz. Okay, okay, kind of like a just more of a just a general. I'll just read it. It's One might bear, say other news. Yeah, it's other news. It's other news. Okay, okay. It's uh, it's a bear battalion. Hank the tank. Turns out to be three bears. What? Have you heard about Hank the Tank? No. Tell me about Hank the Tank. You haven't heard about Hank the Tank? No, I've never heard about Hank the Tank. Hank the Tank is a weeks-long story of a huge, fat bear that's been breaking into human homes in California and eating shit. Hank the Tank. Okay. If you guys Google Hank the Tank, you're going to see a fucking boulder of, of bear flesh. Wow. Yeah, I see him. And Hank the Tank is actually a bear battalion. Because DNA evidence now shows that the 500-pound black bear, the public had nicknamed Hank the Tank, is in fact at least three not-so-little bears who have damaged more than 30 properties around Lake Tahoe in recent months. Shit, dude. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, the State Department of Fish and Wildlife on Thursday said so it would soon begin trapping bears in the South Lake Tahoe area to tag the animals and collect evidence for genetic analysis. The bears will be released in a suitable habitat, and the agency said no trapped animals will be euthanized as part of the project. The bears are responsible for more than 150 incidents of uh, reports in the region straddling northern California and Nevada, including a breaking at a residence in the Tahoe Keys neighborhood last week. Um. Yeah. So, Jesus. also known as Jake or Yogi or simply Big Guy, the then solo bear was what one wildlife official described as a severely food habituated bear that has quote lost all fear of people end quote 
and thinks of them as a food source. Jesus. A severely food habituated bear. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't yeah. attacked anything. Yeah, there's but no, he's, there's no he's certainly he's certainly uh laying the groundwork. Yeah. There might be yeah. a Hank the Tank future or big guy. <laughs> or Jake the fat fuck or Jake, whatever. <laughs> Jake the Jake the extremist. <laughs> That's the name of the episode, I think. Jake, Jake the Extremist? No. <laughs> yeah. No, we got to go with something better than Jake the Extremist. <laughs> oh, Shit. Wow. I like, he's, quote, lost all fear of people. <laughs> I think that's what you have. <laughs> I think you have that. Oh, man. I think this fucking wildlife guy would say that you've lost all fear of people. Okay, fair enough, wildlife man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's problematic about this bear is how large it is, Peter Tira, a spokesman for the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, told SFGate on Sunday. It's learned to use that size and strength to break into a number of occupied residences bursting through the garage door or front door. Oh, Jesus. Imagine that, dude. Imagine... You've got a fucking bear. And it's it's apparently a big boy. Yeah. And though he might not be twisting the doorknobs, he knows what a fucking door is. Yeah. And he's, and he's opening like, there's, them. There's he's just busting through. <laughs> there's just this lock here, this little piece of metal, and I'm half a ton. I'm a I'm the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> yeah, man. Guess what? <laughs> Guess Jesus. what? You're just sitting there enjoying your your days. Yeah, you're, you're, you got you. Maybe you just maybe you, you wa- just took some. <laughs> you you're, you just heated up some soup and you're walking in your little fuzzy slippers to yeah. to watch some toy polloi. To, to watch toy to, <laughs> toy polloi, or you're you're watching cops on mute, so you can hear your food when you eat it. <laughs> and blam! <laughs> yeah, boom! I'm Big gonna guy. kill you, motherfucker! <laughs> Guess who weighs 500 pounds and lost all fear of people? (laughs) It's Jake the Extremist. (laughs) It's Jake the Extremist. Jesus. This, this, this is, I think I'm retroactively labeling this a B splits, man. This is, (laughs) this is too, this is over the top. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's like, it's like in those video games where you fight a boss and you go to a new area thinking they won't follow you and they just break through the wall. <laughs> it's like a full screen health bar fills as Jake the Extremist comes in. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Oof. Man. You thought All right. you were okay. safe, but nope. No. Thought you were, thought you were going to survive? No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Here's a here's a another story. Okay. Here's Jesus. A, here's a short one. I <laughs> guess that's like is this gonna be like a hijacked it matters into B splits into now we're out of it? I I, I guess so, man. I don't know. You, that was a hot one and hey, I don't man. know what you got next, dude. <laughs> However you want to edit that. Um wow. uh I've another it matters uh Indiana yeah. boy rescued after getting stuck in tree rescuing cat. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Dipshit. <laughs> oh, man. A teenager oh. who scaled a tree at an Indianapolis park to rescue a cat. 
he spotted high up in the branches, ended up stuck himself in need of rescue. The seventeen-year-old boy. Oh, oh, goodness! Was at okay. Holiday Park. I mean, yeah, seventeen, dude. Man, imagine there's some like chicks nearby, and you're like trying to. Impress That's why them. he yeah. did it. Yeah, That's, I'm gonna get I'm that. I'm calling cat. it right now. That's 100 percent why he did it. I'm gonna get that cat, babe. Watch this. Yeah. Yeah. But you know it was like a 17-year-old thing where it was just girls at the park and they didn't even talk before that. He's like, you think? He's like talking to his his friend Clark. He's <laughs> like, you think, yo, Clark, you think these chicks will notice if I save this cat? He's like, what, bro? <clears throat> bro, I don't bro. know. I'm gay. I can't think about that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what did you add to Clark's backstory? I'm ginger fluid. I I wanted to add some, uh, you know, something to it. I want to make yeah. them real, you, you know. You didn't. That didn't add anything. You made that. <laughs> you made that a rejected Dave Chappelle sketch. Um, <laughs> so the seventeen-year-old yeah. boy was at Holiday Park on the north side of Indianapolis Saturday afternoon when he saw the cat and decided to rescue it by climbing thirty-five feet into the tree. Oh wow! Yeah, that's not uh, that's not uh, no small feat. The teen, identified in the release only as Owen, told hmm. firefighters he was trying to do a good deed and bring the cat to safety, wrote Rita Reith, battalion chief and the department's spokeswoman. Battalion okay. chief. Rita Reith. <laughs> I am Rita Reith, and I hold the god flame for our fire <laughs> department, <laughs> whatever her job was. Um <laughs> Rita Reith versus uh, Hank Tank, the the extremist, or whatever the hell I said. <laughs> Jake the extremist, yeah. Yeah, man. Imagine Rita Reith bringing down a fucking big fireman's axe. <laughs> right on Hank's neck, but doesn't even go with a third of the way through because he's that big. He just bats it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, before, she lets, <laughs> before she lets go of the axe, he rips the axe out of his neck with so much force that it rips her arm off with the axe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, with so much force, it just bursts her eardrums because of the, <laughs> of the fucking air displacement. In <laughs> uh, one like, swipe of, of, the, of the claw, she's deaf forever. <laughs> Whichever forever isn't very much longer for yeah. her because Jake the Extremist plays hard, man. Yeah, in the milliseconds before that claw reaches her throat, she's deaf. <laughs> but then the thro- <laughs> it reaches her throat and she's dead. And as her head rolls away from her body, she has just enough life to realize that it's not attached to her body. <laughs> to realize that where <laughs> her head got separated from her neck, it was so fast that her neck got burned. And it sealed <laughs> shut like a lightsaber. <laughs> and then fade to white. Fade to white. And then her story begins anew. Yeah, yeah, a new universe opens up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has a new sci-fi movie. Read a wreath. <laughs> Reader Reef. Space Jumper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Disney. <laughs> it probably wouldn't be Disney, I guess. <laughs> yeah, probably not with that yeah. opening. Yeah. All right. Uh, Go ahead. The Reader Reef says while Owen had no trouble climbing up the tree, his positioning did not allow the same ease for getting down. That's a that's a that's a fancy way of saying Owen fucked himself. Yeah, Owen fucking bit off more than he could chew. Then Owen chews. I bet Owen would have figured out how to get down if Jake the Extremist was behind him. <laughs> yeah. You'd find yeah. a way quick to get to the bottom of that <laughs> shit. Of them shits. <laughs> yeah. 
The teen was checked out by medics, found to have only a few scrapes, and was released to his parents, although the cat remained in the tree. What? Who cares? The cat seemed to enjoy the commotion, but made no effort to climb down the tree. Reese said Monday the 21-year-old woman who was the cat's owner ended up hiring, hiring a private company to retrieve the feline. So the oh, fire all that? department didn't even get the cat down. <laughs> after all that? There's literally, no... literally, Owen went up, couldn't come down. Reese said, you done fucked up with these shits. And then the cat was stuck there. And then the cat owner had to hire like... Like Big Paul's little cat saver, <laughs> Big Paul's whatever little cat stick. saver, elite. Big yeah. Paul's d d catting uh s- tree sticker, and <laughs> got the key the the fucking cat down off the tree. I don't know what the fuck's going on with this story. Wow, that's a good one, man. I yeah, like that's that. A one. Weird one. Yeah. Oh, you got some hot ones today, dude. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Here's the uh, here's just the final one. Okay. I picked this story because I must wonder if you resonate with it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> New York City man rescued twice in two days on Arizona hikes. Oh. Flagstaff, Arizona. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. New York City man who needed to be rescued twice What's on consecutive the date on this? days. This is from March 8th. This is a few days ago. Why? What happened? It's not hot yet. Yeah, listen to this, dude. Okay. Need to be rescued twice on consecutive days while hiking in northern Arizona. Mountain range is urging others to pay more attention to winter weather than he did. Oh. The 28-year-old Brooklyn man first called 911 last Wednesday at about 7 p.m. to say he got lost while hiking on Humphreys Trail in the San Francisco peaks overlooking Flagstaff, the Coconino... Coconino mm-hmm. County Sheriff? Is that how you say it? Do you know the name yeah, of that Coca- shit? Yeah, Coconino. Coconino? Yeah. County Sheriff's Office said in a statement. Um, the statement didn't identify Vasto by name, but he spoke to the Arizona Daily Sun telling the newspaper in a story published Tuesday that he was an experienced hiker but had underestimated the difficult conditions. I feel like if you're an experienced hiker, you don't get lost. And you don't underestimate the difficult conditions. Yeah. <laughs> you, you sort of correctly estimate them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? There's a few paragraphs about how we just failed at every attempt at being competent, and I won't read and all he's, that. Um, he's, I mean, he's maybe weak. he's maybe he's competent in New York or New Jersey or wherever you said he's from. Yeah, walking to the M&M store or the, you know. <laughs> Oh, is that a Mama, homeless pissing on go. my feet? <laughs> Look at the wildlife. <laughs> um, the, the following day, uh, Fasto called 911 to say he needed help after injuring himself in a fall near a ridge on the Humphreys oh. Trail. An Arizona Department of Public Safety Rescue helicopter was sent to pick up Vasto and another hiker oh. who had stopped to help him. Oh, God. Uh, Serious. Vasto was provided with preventative search and rescue education about the conditions on the trail <laughs> and the approaching winter storm and encouraged to not attempt to hike again, the sheriff's office statement said. Vast, no. <laughs> vast, no. Vast off. Wow. And he, and he went again. Yeah. 
Well, went, you know, yeah. I feel like if you go through a course of education and like warned and you get fucked up again, you, they, they should just be like, no, we're not going to go after him. <laughs> no, oh, we reserve man. the right to refuse service. <laughs> the other hiker who stopped to help Fasto, Philip Wyatt, said it was very apparent that he wasn't prepared for the climate that he got himself into. Wyatt decided to stay with Vasto and provided his number to the search and rescue team so that they could make contact in the likely scenario that Vasto's phone ran out of battery life because he had been using it to check his route on a trail locator app. Oh, Jesus. This is some sick shade from Wyatt. Uh, I really respect Phil's perseverance, Wyatt told the Daily Sun. I hope that he's able to make it to the top sometime. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Vasto. <sighs> Philip Vasto. Do you remember, okay, when we were driving in through uh, Arizona, do you yeah. remember when it became kind of like Mars and the rocks were kind of black? Yeah. And then there was that one huge mountain in front of us? That's what he was going That's up. the San Francisco Peaks, yeah. I just realized that Philip Vasto got saved or helped by Philip Wyatt, another hiker. Yeah. Philip uh, saved Philip. <laughs> Philip saved Philip. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be the title more than whatever the fuck I said before. I don't know. I, I like Jake the Emperor or whatever. <laughs> Jake the ex- Jake the extremist. Jake the extremist. Or whatever. <laughs> whatever. You you get to decide that. Jake the extremist is more of a character. I don't yeah. know. I like Philip versus Philip. Too. We'll have to see. Yeah. yeah whatever. <clears throat> um. That's those are those are my stories. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that was it. Matters and. Yeah, other other news, and maybe a secret peace blitz. I don't know, man. Yeah, maybe something something up in in that. Okay, um, I I, I uh, have a peace blitz. Um, yeah, it's not. It's I don't think it's not the kind of peace blitz you think it is. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I'm wondering, should we do email or should we just do it real fast? <laughs> uh, I've been talking for a while. You do a peace blitz. Okay, so let me let me time stamp this. So. uh this is uh welcome to the beast blitz uh, okay so we started it I, I don't remember how i started i know there's <laughs> like music this is be welcome whatever it is so <clears throat> zooty yeah usually beast blitz consists of more of what you write about jake the the impurator whatever yeah. he is uh, uh crushing humans yeah, yeah. Into this like is paper. This is beast versus beast. Oh, yeah. And it's a true a true beast blitz. It's fucking pretty good, dude. You got to watch the video. The video is like, did CG guys do this? <laughs> oh man, it's too good. Before I link it, <clears throat> I want to read the title to you. Okay. King Kong. Monkey batters seagull to death. Eats it in wild video. Oh, what the heck? How is this a... <laughs> why, why is this a thing? <laughs> why do you have this? Check it out, dude. I can't believe it. It's unreal. How'd you even find this? I just searched animal attacks or whatever it is <laughs> that I always search. And it was the first one. That's at a zoo. Yeah, it's at a zoo, and he's on top of the tree like fucking King Kong, dude. Oh, my God. Look at this. (laughs) 
Jesus. Oh. Dude, you gotta read the first line of the story. <laughs> this is this is a video. This isn't video. You have to sell it. So you have to say the first line of this story. I, I saw it. You ready? Yeah. This is from Ben Cost, March 9th, twenty twenty-two. He's a furious George. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I, a UK. It's in the UK. Is drawing comparisons to King Kong after climbing a tall pole and taking a swipe at a seagull, uh, which he caught and <laughs> beat to hell and killed it and ate it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and uh, that's that's the story, really. You know, I'm just going to read a few quotes from this guy. We'd just been to see the rhinos, so we were walking across, and then I saw these seagulls circling, and then this monkey caught one as it was flying past. <laughs> uh, it was really clever. Mm-hmm. Clever. <laughs> you got to sell it a bit. <clears throat> it's like an overcast day. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like a day of like in a in the day the Earth stood still. <laughs> Yeah, it kind looks weird. It's weather. like Skull Island or something. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. And there's like all these like monkey sticks. <laughs> I guess that monkeys like to climb like super yeah. high, like monkey poles. So it looks like an alien world, kind of. Yeah, and he's like the only monkey in this. Like, <laughs> there's like no other monkeys hanging. He's like the only one there, and he's on the top of this like monkey pole that, t- in my mind, se- seems like it's like forty feet in the air. Like, <laughs> yeah, seems so seems high. Really high up, dude. It seems really high up. And he just is beating to death a seagull. Of like, <laughs> <laughs> and the seagull has its wings out, and he's smashing it by the head into the pole. Yeah. Oh, man, it's fucking amazing. It's an amazing video. At one point, Furious George even appeared to lick blood off its fingers as the seagull <sighs> went limp in its arms. What the fuck? My God. This is next level. I guess you guys can Google this, but... Yeah, the title of this particular story we're reading is King Kong Monkey Batters Seagull to Death Eats It in Wild Video. It's on New York Post. I'm sure if you just search monkey eats seagull or beat, beat seagull, it'll come up. But man, it's worth a view. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. If you keep on scrolling down, you see... Uh, Close-ups, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Bigfoot. Yeah, dude. This is a freaky video. Yeah, this is it's weird. pretty good. I feel like that's like a painting. Like you should do it. It's like somebody needs to do a painting of it. Oh yeah, it's like, like so weird. It's so bizarre. Big canvas kind of. Like thing, you see, yeah. like those Swedish people like do like the weird hyper realistic like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weird paintings, but then there's like something random, like some weird robot monster in the distance, or like something makes it weird. Somebody <laughs> needs to paint this. This would be in the distance. This would yeah. make it weird. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, I like how they circle it with a yellow circle, as if I'm not gonna be like, yeah, it's right there. <laughs> Holy shit. That's it. That's the monkey eating the seagull, you know, in case you missed it. Wow. Pretty good. Yeah, when the bombs finally drop, that's what I'm going to see outside my window is <laughs> hell on earth. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, I guess that's Beast Blitz. Holy that's shit. Beast Blitz. Whew. Fuck. Somebody's uh, telling me that this is a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> point one, monkey. Jesus. Yeah, a lot of... A lot of God lot damn. Of beast... Beast violence. Oh, beast, beast violence. Beast yeah. blitz. Um, I'm gonna. I guess we go to e- email. I guess email. Yeah, that's all. Let's wow. go for it. Yeah. Oof. So this is for this is we got an email 
from Fire. <clears throat> Hi, Fire. Thank hey, you. Fire. This is the the Mike and Max cast at gmail.com. Yep. He uh, sends an email about episode 11, Max. Okay. Gotcha. I can't remember, I but maybe I... we missed, and then it's been a while. Yeah. Uh... We're making it up. It's all right. Don't worry about it. This is what he has to say about episode 11. This was... Uh, uh, yeah, episode 11. I gotta say, boys, this was the best episode yet. Hopefully the one currently in progress is even better. Little <laughs> did he know. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, little theme of double takes in this one. Max read a sobriety article previously about a different person. Because, you know, you know, most of your it matters are like this random Instagram person just stopped doing pills. Yeah, okay. The aborted Derek G. review was untouched, though. You were about to read the second of two nicotine reviews. You read the you read the one from November, but not his follow-up from January where he tried lozenges instead of gum. You should have let me. Yeah, yeah. You should have let me. <laughs> Man, if only. If only. Next time. Next time. It's the lot. You got to read the lozenge one. Oh, okay. Near okay. as I can tell... Max's weird vehicle designer game is either Gizmos and Gadgets or Invention Studio. Okay, I'm looking right now. That's what that's what he says. Thanks, Gizmos Fire. and Gadgets or Invention Studio. For those that don't know, Max said uh, when he was a youngin in, in school, the old computer lab games, there's one where you could kind of make cars or things. Um, I talked about and, number munchers. Gizmos and Gadgets and what else? Invention Studio. Yeah, I can Invention tell you it's Studio. not Gizmos and Gadgets. It's not Gizmos and Gadgets. Invention Studio is Invention. And I can tell you it is Invention Studio. Thank you, it Fire. Is. I've thought about this for years. Holy shit. Invention wow. Studio. Yeah, now you finally yeah. have it. Everyone go That's online it. and probably play it for free somewhere. Wow. Invention Studio, old computer game. Yeah. That's I it. i got to click That's this to see what it. it is. Oh, my God. Look at that. Yeah. Holy shit. Do a little, do a little play of that. Holy the, fuck! The little invention studio guy looks like Robert Irvine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, right. I was gonna say something about that because I saw a picture of it. Weird. Uh, he's a little gremlin uh, scientist yeah. inventing that studio, I guess. Damn, dude. Okay. Um, I think I was, I think I was making fun of Fire's age because I said number munchers, and he thought I was making up a game, but it's an actual game I played on the computer in, in school. Number munchers. <laughs> Gotcha, yeah. And he says, I'll say that I'm old enough to consume stiff drinks, which I need to do after every listen of this show to stay sane. Oh, we aren't that bad. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Attached is the genuine article, the very file that was snipped in 2014 and has been with me through four phones in over a third of my life. Plus, because I know y'all will be completely confused as to the context, here's the timestamp to the bit surrounding the clip. I can play this on my phone. This is his text message, I think, phone sound. Okay. This last uh, thing, this is what it was. Crunchatize me, Captain. (laughs) It's you saying, uh, one more take. Crunchatize me, Captain. Um, It's you saying, crunchatize me, Captain. I don't know the background of that, but he did link it from an old video. I was doing uh, like a weird accent. What was that? Yeah, I don't know if that was like was fiendish Chris, horse meat. Yeah, Chris Falcon, or was it yeah. like a Scottish thing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Crunchatize me, Captain. 
Um, so there we go. So if you guys okay. ever want that, you got to send us an email, and then I'll, I'll reply to that email and send you that, <laughs> that clip Sick. if you guys want it. Um, Pyre has a little bit more to say. He says, um, I think the last, I think episode 11 was uh, Raccoon Jello. Yes, it was. Um, and he says, Jellified raccoon innards could compete with Posley's tooth solvent for the title <laughs> hey. of premier dental cleansing agent. No one will get that reference, Fire. Thanks for that. Posley's tooth solvent, mm-hmm. uh, fake toothpaste brand. Nothing has been able to top Lee's patented method of biting into black licorice like a mouthpiece and going to sleep, though. <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking about there. Because we always used to make fun of Lee liking black licorice. Mm-hmm. And also Lee has <laughs> Lee had that weird fixation about his teeth being bad or teeth being bad or whatever and how he feared it or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So I always used to joke, Lee, why don't you just tuck some black licorice into your teeth before you go to bed every night? <laughs> <laughs> then it'd be all sorted. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. The phrase, search for turkey sanctuary, in the episode five description, <laughs> continues to make me giggle. I don't even remember that. Search for turkey sanctuary. Search. He also says this, like an update to something we forgot about. Okay. Kind of an update to a lack of an update. That damn French dude didn't write in like Max told him to. Yeah, that's right. No, I remember that because I looked at the analytics and there, was, there still is a what, listener French guy. in France. This is what Max says, though. I mean, uh, what Fire says, though, Max. Uh, it's, he has some heat here, so we don't endorse what's sent her away. Okay. That damn French dude didn't write in like Max told him to. Makes sense, though. The French are good for absolutely nothing. Jesus. <laughs> Best thing they ever did was inspire the retro Mike and Max cast bit about how every tourist having to pretend to be a sniper on a rooftop to get the full experience. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of remember that. I remember that. That was good. That was good. That's, yeah, that's the full way to like, experience France. That's the only way to do it where you don't regret it is if you pretend to be a sniper on a rooftop. Like tracksuit, sniper. Movie ever. Yeah. Yeah. Tracksuit, rooftop, uh, five o'clock shadow, uh, rifle. Yeah. Overcast yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he says, uh, I would. Gr- this is about, like, I had a story last, uh, in episode 11, where a raccoon fell in the uh, LSU University. I remember that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, lunchroom. And he just write. I'll read this verbatim how he writes it. Okay. I would grabbed that raccoon and whipped it asshole first from the inside out and handed it to the cook. That's what can he says. You, can you read it again? I would grabbed that raccoon and ripped it asshole first from the inside out and handed it to the cook. Can you read it one more time? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would grabbed that raccoon and ripped it asshole first from the inside out and handed it to the cook. <laughs> That's like my son says that after witnessing it, me doing that in front of him. <laughs> this, uh, I think a lot of American classics start that way. I think I've read a few novels that are just poetry in motion. He says, all right, I got my naked chest bump a while back, so I don't know how to sign off anymore. Buzz, buzz. Thank you for the email. Buzz, buzz. 
And he sends a picture of me uh, in that email too of me uh, in the back of a truck in Arizona. Okay, cool. Thanks, so he fire. sent that to me. Uh, so that's pretty yeah. sick, I guess. <laughs> Giddy up, man. Shit. Giddy up. Invention Studio. Mention studio. Invention. Mentions. <laughs> mention, mention studio. Dementia <laughs> studio. <laughs> oh, Active wow. dementia studio. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. Man. This is that's a, all the emails. That's all the emails. Thanks, Fire. <laughs> Thanks, Fire. <laughs> all right. Uh, <sighs> Mike and Max cast at gmail.com. Send an email if you want to. Yeah, the Mike and Max cast at gmail.com. Email us. Uh, hey, Movie Bucket, if you're listening. And yeah. let us know you're alive, Movie Bucket. <laughs> yeah. Also, we probably need to watch that crab movie. <laughs> the crab movie. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Do something about that. Oh, man. That's, that's New Game Plus. New Game Plus. Yeah. I mean, do we want like do we want to like take this episode to the next level? We still got a few minutes. Yeah, we can take it to the next always. Yeah. I mean this this episode is fucking pretty we're hitting all the classics. I feel like we'd be remiss not to quick engage in penal colony. Okay. So let me get a timestamp on this. Are you ready? Yeah, uh, I'm ready. This is an excerpt from Penal Colony. Mmm. Penal Colony. A lusty novel. Reading from Penal Colony. All right. Call it Colony. <laughs> penal Penal Colonness. Penis Penis Colon. <laughs> penal. You think that's why he called it that? Penal Colony, like Penal Colon. Okay. You gotta. You gotta ask. I need to. I need to find some sex in this. I need huh? to, and I, and I, <laughs> what? what, what's going on? Huh? I, I need to, I need to find something that's like, oh, I need to find something good. Do I do the crazy thing and go to page one? Do Dude, I read from page one? You, you're the harbinger. We're going to read from page one. Um, a little background. Penal Colony is a book I bought randomly. That's some old pulp book from like the fifties. And here we go. We read excerpts from it. This is from page... Well, I guess technically this is page five, but it's it's the beginning of the story. Part one, the prison. She watched the judge's hand, white as a gull, against his red robes, lay down his quill. The chaplain stepped forward, the black square of silk across his upturned palms. She heard Johnny draw a shuddering breath, and Jack swayed against her as she stood between them and the dock. The crowded gallery in the old Bailey courtroom was silent as the black cap was set on the judge's wig. Eliza Callahan, John Madden. <laughs> what? Whoa, what the Yeah, oh, you said football, turducken. <laughs> Eliza Callahan, John Madden, and John Newman. As he huh? spoke their names, Judge Best stared at them in turn with cold severity. You have, each of you, been found guilty by this court of forging and uttering a banknote to the value of one pound sterling. You must well have known that, in succumbing to this temptation to defraud the Bank of England, you are committing a most heinous offense against the realm. It is grievous. Indeed, to this court, he paused to indicate with a sweep of head from right to left, the right Honorable George Bridges, Lord Mayor of London, and other city gentlemen sitting with him as associates during the September sessions of 1820. Oh. To pass the fearful sentence is now my melancholy duty to deliver, particularly a 
upon a girl of only 17 years of age <gasps> and two men but little older, the penalty for forgery of the na- of this nature is death. Jesus, okay. She's 17. This is weird. <laughs> it, it sounds like one pound sterling. Like, how much is that? I guess it's 1820. So what, it's like probably not more than 500 bucks, right? <clears throat> Can't be more than that. Uh... Death? You're not going to be able to find one pound sterling 1820 to now. Okay, so... You're not going to find that. One pound sterling. Yeah. In 1820, though. How much is it now? We need all this context in our mind. It's worth 1.31 United States dollars. Yeah, well, now it is, but what about in 1820? Who cares? So, so hang on. Hey, we can't... Okay, one pound sterling... Worth in 1820. Yeah. This is the middle of me reading an excerpt. Imagine, imagine if an author was reading like at a book club, like he's doing like a signing and he just stops to Google some shit in the middle of his story. <laughs> um, okay. One pound in 1820 is equivalent to, per- to the purchasing power of about, of about $96 in 2019 pounds rather. 96 pounds that's it yeah yeah so literally like a hundred dollar they have a fake hundred dollar bill and the penalty yeah. is death it's like two copies of uh, your favorite uh, xbox game oh my god like two driver parallel lines <laughs> <laughs> the penalty for forgery of this nature is death he passed a frail hand across his forehead you will each be taken from the place wherein you now stand to the place from whence you came and there be hanged by the neck until you be dead. And may the Lord have mercy on your soul. Jesus, that would fuck, man. Okay. There was a quickly silenced murmur of protest from the public gallery. A beak-nosed official came through a side door, his eyes squinting from the heat of a red poker which he held by the wooden handle. With a cringe of respect, he plunged the poker into a bucket of vinegar on the floor before the bench. A pungent cloud of steam, elementary fumigation against a jail fever billowed upwards. A man's voice rose brokenly from the gallery. John, John, my poor boy. And a woman suddenly wailed hysterically, but not for Eliza. <sighs> and uh, a turnkey took her roughly by the arm as the jury filled out, filed out, coughing when they passed the bucket. Then she was walking between Jack and her lover, Johnny. What? Away from the big dock and down the dank passage, which led to the bail yard. Oh my god. Okay. The plot thus, thicks. Thus is the the, the plot thicks <laughs> at the penal colony. Reading from penal colony. Wow. There we go. All right. There's there's images are clarifying in my I think I say that every time. <laughs> 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 Whew, okay. All right. We're starting to get this story filled out. <clears throat> She's seventeen now, which makes things a little bit weird. I don't know why they made that. Why they took time to give her an age that's a minor. She, Unless well, she turns it, 18 before fucked shit happens. Well, in if this is a sex book... Yeah. In... in well, also, this is, this is old-timey, right? Like, yeah, this is 1820, and this was written in 1957. <laughs> so, also, I believe in England, or UK, or whatever, isn't their age of consent 16? Maybe. Why do you know that? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why the plot fix? <laughs> yeah, the plot fix. I'm just googling shit. <laughs> so, but there we go. There it is. 
She's in prison for a fake dollar bill or some shit. Forgery. And in 1820, I don't think there was any age of consent. I think you could just get it. Yeah, you just beat someone up with a, a ship shipyard stick. <laughs> just take you're the it. You're the it. Yeah. You know, to be honest, I don't know if there's fucking in this. Like, why? Like, I can't find. F- there has to be at least something steamy. It says a lusty novel, for Christ's sake. I, I, I don't know. The first excerpt you read was, I remember it being a little bit risque. I don't want to read the back of this book because you told me not to the first time that I started reading from this, but it seems pretty fucking intense by what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's the words on the back of this. They have the words violence, theft, and rape. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we'll hang on to it. We'll see if we can so, find any like, of those. what yeah. is that about? This is fucking <clears throat> weird. Well, let's see if we can find any of them. Yeah. Penal Colony. Well, there we penal, go. Penal Colony. That was Penal Colony. It's a jam-packed episode. Wow. It's a th- it's this episode thicks. <laughs> yeah. Yogi the Machinist or the fuck. The Jake the uh, Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, any wow. any parting words? Um, I don't know, man. You gonna fucking fall asleep next time? <laughs> I don't, maybe I don't. Who knows? They record some shit. I'm finna try not to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna gonna leave you to fucking burn next time if you oh. log you out of this shit. Oh no! Let's be the mic cast. The mic cast. Damn. Ah. <sighs> Wow. So actually, I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. You you uh during episode twelve six point five. Yeah. You picked up a copy of Stuart Little two. Yes, I did. And began yes, I to, did. and read the synopsis and you examined it thoroughly. Yes, I did. <clears throat> it was a DVD, correct? Yes, DVD. Okay. Was it in the cellophane? No, it was. I was able to open it. Now, now t- to my memory, yeah, I remember you read something about like, man, everyone loves this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. You said something like, I haven't like, I seen don't think, it. I don't like. I don't think I've seen it. But why but do I have you it? <laughs> own it. That's my question. Yeah, I don't know why I have it. <laughs> Like, I honestly don't think I, I maybe I had to have seen it, but I don't remember. Like, I think I've seen the first one, but why would I see? Wait, is that the first one or is it the second one? You said Stuart Little one. 2. Yeah. yeah, let me let me double check. Yeah, here it is back again. Yeah, this is Stuart Little 2. God, he looks like such a fucking dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. This is maybe one of the things on the movie bucket is we watched Stuart Little 2. Stuart Little 2? Yeah, we could do Stuart Little 2. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Came out in 2002, I think. Jesus. Wow. Well, Where were you in 2002? I don't know. <sighs> watching this, I guess. <laughs> watching that. Forgetting about it. Yeah, forgetting about it. <sighs> I didn't give this two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs and Hank the Tank's fucking mouth is where I throw Stuart Little in his fucking stupid little plane he flies. <laughs> Dude, Jake the Devastator would end Stuart Little so fast. Yeah, turn the fucking galaxy powder. <laughs> or oh, that fucking monkey, dude. Yeah. 
pissed fucking Stuart. <laughs> that monkey would fucking rip Stuart Little apart so fast he'd turn him back to rat semen. Just undo him all the way back. Evolution. Him so hard he turns into a fucking ovary. There's a, a rat ovary. <laughs> imagine a little a little kid there at the zoo yelling, "Rat come, <laughs> rat come, mommy that, mommy that that ape turned the rat and rat come." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't think about it. Yeah, it's furious George for you. <laughs> furious George done loved making rats and the rat come. <laughs> we don't know how to time travel, but. Fierce George's fist moves so quick, things go back in time when it connects. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Mike and Max. Glove and wave. Glove and wave. Glove and wave, guys. Damn hell. Damn hell. Mark and Max, 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 M